Well, we're rolling right along on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. I'm Pete Mundo. Appreciate you joining us, being a part of the show. And we're being joined by Braden Gall. Athlon Sports Cover 2 podcast, a game night on Saturday's ESPN Radio and locally in Nashville on 102.5 The Game. Appreciate him being a part of the show. Before we get to Braden, please, guys, uh, spend a moment. Just uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out tremendously, and we will send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in return if you do that. Send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. I saw we got a couple of ratings and reviews, but um, I didn't get emails from you guys. So if you want to get that koozie, you got to send me an email with the screenshot of which one is your rating and your review. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate that. Okay, Braden, bowl season is upon us. We've got uh, three Big 12 SEC matchups, but just in general. When we talk about the hierarchy of the Power Five conferences, how much stock do you put into the bowl games on that front? Uh, literally nothing, man. Like I don't think that, that the out, outcomes of bowl games are way overvalued. Getting to a bowl game is incredibly important, you know, especially for a guy like Chris Kleiman, you know, at Kansas State to, in his first year to get his team to a bowl game, I think is incredibly important. You get the extra practice time. You sell recruits on a trip. You make a little extra coin, maybe, if you can sell your tickets. Uh, but, but I think fans, because they don't really watch any other conference outside of their own, they assume that because, you know, the SEC went 8-2 and two in bowl games or the Big Ten went 5-3 and three or, you know, whatever, that that somehow made them a better or worse conference than somebody else. And I just don't think that's the way it is. Um, but, you know, coaches coach the game differently. Hell, at the best players sometimes don't even play in the games. You play a lot of young players. You go for it on fourth down. It is literally a charity exhibition event and should be treated as such when you're analyzing the outcomes. It doesn't mean they're not fun. It doesn't mean I don't love them. It doesn't mean they're not great for the sport. I, I watch all of them. I just think way too much um, way too much is like gravity is hung around the outside of the, of the outcome. It doesn't mean anything about your team in the past and how good you were this year. Your record is what you were. And it doesn't mean you're going to all of a sudden be great next year or be terrible next year. Yeah, yeah. Now, you said there, Braden, that uh, you think that they're, in general, good for the sport. What What do you think? I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that it's nice for the kids to be able to go to these games and kind of get uh, pampered a little bit here. Uh, but would you do anything? Would you reduce them at all? Would you make it harder instead of just having a 6-6 six and six record to get into these bowl games? What <laughs> tweaks? If Braden Gall could make one tweak to this uh, bowl system, what would it be? I do like the idea of winning record. Like, you have to be 7-5 and five to have a winning record to get in. Um, I do like that idea. But, you know, it's getting to a bowl and going on the trip is about the kids. It's about giving the kids a celebration and having them have a, a you know, celebrate their season. The seniors get to go out with a fun trip to, I don't know, Shreveport, Louisiana. Who doesn't want to go to Shreveport <laughs> in December? Um, I, I just – you don't want to take that away from teams – so, I, you know, you can't – the genie's sort of out of the – like the hay's out of the barn on this one. You're not going to – it's too good for television. It's in the middle of a time of year where there's no football on the weekdays. And, you know, an ESPN it's, it's, can fill up every single, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with football games during, during the holidays. And we all still watch them. So as long as we're all still watching them, they're never going to reduce them. I, I, would, I would limit the number and then make sure you have a winning record to get in because then I think it would start to add some value to getting to a bowl game. Um, sort of like the way it was maybe in the 90s, but I also understand why it's important for young kids to get a chance to, to celebrate their season and 
and and go to a game and I, like it, it is what it is. It's not of all the major issues in college athletics, it's just not one that's at the top of my list of things that I worry about. Fair enough, fair enough. Braden Gall is joining us here on the uh, show. Athlon Sports Cover 2 podcast there. Also uh, ESPN Radio on Saturday nights during the college football season game night. And, of course, locally in uh, Nashville, 102.5 The Game. So, Braden, as as we look ahead here, you know, LSU's coming off a historic season. Joe Burrow wins the Heisman Trophy this past weekend. The offense has been tremendous. Uh, there's a lot of people, though, you know, a lot of us, and we obviously have a Big 12 bias here, and we follow the Big 12 closely, closer than any other conference, that are sitting here and saying, um, you know, all this praise that the LSU offense is getting um, is basically, in, in many ways, things that Big 12 offenses have been doing for a very long time. The LSU defense has taken a step back, but nobody's saying that, oh, LSU can't play defense. Do you see any of that? Is that hypocrisy fair to point out? Uh, absolutely not. I hate to break it to you guys. Until you start, recruit, until you start recruiting first-round first NFL defensive linemen, it's not about the offense. It's about the defense. LSU still is top 20 in every major category defensively. They've got a first-round draft pick. They've got arguably the best safety in America in Grant Delpit. They've got arguably the best fresh, true freshman cover corner in America in Stingley. The, the, the defense for LSU is not up to LSU standards of playing defense. Just like Alabama is Alabama standards of playing defense. It was still a top 15 defense nationally. And the difference in the Big 12 and in the SEC and, and frankly, most every other country is uh, – conference, excuse me – is you do not uh, since Gerald McCoy in 2008. I cannot remember a dominant first-round elite-level defensive line from from anybody. And it's about the front line. It's about the trenches, and it's about the, those particular players that the Big 12 just simply across the board in general mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does not have. And, and until they have those players, um, you know, it's not ever going to change. And again, LSU defensively, you know, they, they just shut down Texas A&M and Georgia in back-to-back weeks and are playing their best football right now. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts threw the football into other people's hands all season long, and they dropped a lot of them. So mm-hmm. I love Jalen Hurts. He's a great kid. He's a great player. The offense for Oklahoma is so much fun to watch. It's special. But they're not going to win a playoff game. They're going to go 0 for 7 in BCS games and playoff games because they're not going to be able to get stops. And that's the bottom line. And until you can get stops in, in championship-level situations, you're, you're not going to be considered on par. Meanwhile, the SEC and, and some Big Ten schools, namely Ohio State, Clemson in the ACC, occasionally Florida State, you know, the, these guys are churning out NFL talent on the, in the defensive front. And until you're doing that, um, you know, it, it, these Oklahoma offenses the last three years are historically, epically good. Like, like yards per play numbers that we've never seen in college football – and it, you know, you're still down 28 nothing in a playoff game, right? You couldn't stop Georgia in, in the Rose Bowl in the second half. You got totally outplayed because Georgia's defense won that game in the second half. So um, until the defenses change and, and you can get great players along the defensive line. I'm not sure it's ever going to change in the Big 12. Hey guys, it's Pete Mundo, and it's that time of year. Christmas and the holidays are here, and our friends at my bookie want to make your season special with 12 days of gifts. My bookie's already. One of the most trusted and reputable sports books in the industry. And this holiday season, they're getting into the spirit of giving with 12 straight days of giveaways. That's right, 12 days of gifts. A brand new gift every single day so you can take your game to the next level. They kicked off the promotion on the 14th with a free parlay for the UFC. 
and they'll keep up the giving through the 25th on Christmas Day. Free bets, free spins, futures, and more. So as the college bowl season and all those Big 12 bowl games get underway, you don't want to miss it with mybookie.ag. When you use that promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, they'll also give you a 50% sign-up bonus. That's half of the money that you deposit in your account free. You don't have to unlock it. It's just right there, and you can use it. So get in mybookie.ag. Save during the holidays, something we all want to be doing. Mybookie.ag, our promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, and start winning today. Braden, I'd be curious to get your thoughts on a guy like uh, Matt Rule. You know, all season long, a lot of the, uh, you know, I would watch college game day and they talk about Baylor playing in shootouts and uh, not playing defense. But, I mean, they've got a top 10 defense when you talk about efficiency, yeah. which is yeah. the number that uh, we really need to be talking about, right? Not not some of these other stats that people look at. Top 10 in terms of defensive efficiency. Matt Rule is bringing a, a, a grit to that team, to that program. It's not the Art Bryles, Baylor Bears. Uh, you know, you talk about a guy – that's trying to change that mantra in the conference. Matt Rule seems to be that guy, along with a couple of others. Yeah. Uh, just curious to get your perspective on what Matt Rule is bringing to the Big 12 and what he's done to college football. Hey, awesome job. I mean, straight up awesome job. One of the great reclamation projects of all time. I mean, obviously, Baylor is guilty of a lot of things and, and through through sort of getting themselves to that situation that they were in. Matt, Matt Rule has done an exceptional – and you're right. I mean – I'm watching, you know, Texas, Oklahoma this year was, was lower scoring than, than LSU, Alabama. Um, you look at Baylor getting, you know, Oklahoma gave up zero points in the second half to Baylor. That was a great performance defensively by Oklahoma in that game. And Baylor, you're right. The reason I liked Baylor in the preseason, now I'll, I, I didn't like them this much. <laughs> yeah, I really liked them this year, but I didn't, I didn't like them 11-1 and one good. Um, I thought they were the most underrated commodity in the Big 12 in the summer. Uh, if you listen to the Cover 2 podcast everywhere, rate, review, and subscribe, of course, yes. um, you'll know that I, I was very high on Baylor. But I thought, you know, 8-4, and 9-3. and three. But it's because defensively, and Matt Rule builds from the inside out. He loves the trenches, and he develops and coaches the trenches better than he does anything else. He's done an exceptional job. Here's the thing. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys and I'm Jarrah Jones, I'm Jarrah, and I'm watching the Big 12 championship game, Lincoln Riley is exceptional, but I'm not. If I have to pick a coach from that game to coach the Dallas Cowboys, I'm picking Matt Rule. And I know that's probably controversial because Lincoln Riley is amazing, but Matt Rule has done a spectacular job. He, he has been rumored for NFL jobs. There's a reason he's been rumored for those jobs for years, even going back to Temple. Um, he is an exceptional coach. He's done an exceptional job, um, and he's doing it with without the top 10, top 15 recruiting classes like Oklahoma and Texas get. So just an exceptional job. Uh, for Baylor this year, and I don't know why it would change. I mean, as long as he's there, they are going to be a really, really tough team to play against every single year. Uh, no doubt about it. Braden Gall is joining us, uh, Athlon Sports Cover 2 podcast. As you heard him there, rate, review, subscribe to it. Be sure to check it out, ESPN Radio and locally in Nashville on 102.5 The Game, joining us here on the show. Uh, Braden, Baylor's going to be playing Georgia in uh, the Sugar Bowl. That should be a lot of fun to follow and watch. Now, last year, a Big 12 team beat up Georgia. It was Texas the following year, obviously, did not work out that well for the Longhorns. This Georgia team, first off, how motivated are they for a game like this after just missing out on the playoff once again? And, you know, how is this Georgia team different from the one of the last couple of years? Uh, Jake Fromm and the offense is just not as, as explosive at all. They're very conservative. Um, and as you mentioned, what, what's the motivation factor? I think it's a fair question to ask about Baylor. Now, 
I, I mean, Baylor was a, a win away from, you know, an overtime possession away from maybe getting into the playoff. And, and now they're, you know, it, it may be different because Baylor views that type of a bull bit very differently, right? Like, Baylor doesn't normally compete for playoff spots. Their, their expectations at Baylor aren't, aren't national championships the way they are at Georgia. And they're, they're, they're that, they are that way at Georgia every single year. It's, it's, not a, it's not a, oh, when we have Robert Griffin or, oh, when we have, you know, uh, Bryce Petty or, oh, when we beat TCU 62-59. to 59. Like, every now and then Baylor has is, is, is had those special moments and special years. And so getting to a big bowl game probably means a little bit more to the fans. But how do you know it means more to the players? Like, I, they were just, again, one overtime possession away from playing in the playoffs. It's hard to, to tell which team is going to be motivated. That, that's Again, this is why I don't care about bowl games because all it takes is 3 to 5% of less effort, right? Or, or maybe you're, you're 8% distracted if you're Baylor because of the loss to Oklahoma, and you can get crushed. And same for Georgia, same thing for Georgia. Like if Georgia, if some of those guys are looking ahead to the NFL and they don't want to play and, you know, Jake Fromm's getting ready for his pro day, like – I mean, who knows how they're going to show up. So I just think it's, it's impossible to really pull anything from the outcome. I think it's a really fascinating matchup because Georgia defensively is really, really good. I mean, that's arguably one of the best defenses in America that just gave up a huge number to LSU. Baylor, we just talked about how good they are defensively, one of the, the teams in the Big 12 that actually is doing that right now. And you look at those two teams and you go, man, this is going to be a physical game in the trenches. It should be old-school kind of football. I love that stuff, man. I, I love mm-hmm. pounding the football and, and old line of scrimmage, trench warfare football. I, I just don't know about motivation. If Baylor sh- shows up motivated and Georgia's not, they'll win. If, it, if it's the other way around, Georgia could crush them. So it's, it's so much about motivation and, and who knows about 18 to 22 year old kids and a, you know, who was out partying the night before? Like who knows about this stuff? Yeah. Um, it's really, really hard to guess. And so I just, I just sort of enjoy it and, and, and love the matchups and watch them and, and uh, kick my heels up and, and have a cocktail. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you there. And uh, probably hammer the under, right? Uh, like you said, the defense is going to be outstanding. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. Braden Gall is joining us. Braden, the other Big 12 game, uh, SEC game, is Oklahoma State A&M. Uh, you know, I think some of this game has lost its pizzazz because Oklahoma State, uh, no Spencer Sanders at quarterback, Tylen Wallace injured, Chuba Hubbard at running back. Uh, I would guess at this point probably not playing. But this A&M team, you know, it went 7-5, and five, but it lost, like, to, what, four teams ranked in the top ten or something like that. But how good is this A&M team? Like, I understand hanging your hat on your best game being a loss, but did A&M do too much of that this year, or do they have a legitimate case for saying, hey, we are really good and a tough opponent here? Yeah, what, what's the, what, what does it mean if you're the greatest 7-5 and five team ever? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. Auburn's probably the greatest 9-3 and three team ever. I mean, their losses are the same. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. how about losing five games and your worst loss is to Alabama? How about that? Like that that's that's crazy for A and M. So on paper A and M is the better football team, especially as you mentioned without Spencer Sanders and Tylen Wallace, without those two guys. It's still gonna be a lot of Mike Elko scheme up to try to stop Chuba Hubbard. I mean Chuba Hubbard is a great story in college football. He's just one of those guys that, you know, when you lead you know, you're from Canada, you you know, not a lot of great athletes in the football world from up there. Mm-hmm. Um, just a it's just a cool story in college football to have him there. But but the answer is still the same. Like I have no idea about motivation for either team. On paper, if this is a if this is a college ball playoff game, I would take A and M pretty clearly. But I, I think you know I wish that the, that Oklahoma State was healthier 
Um, that would make for a more intriguing game. But watching Mike Elko, the defensive coordinator at AM, try to game plan and stop Chuba Hubbard is fun. And, you know, old rivalry from the Big 12 is fun. And, I mean, there's, there's a little story. There's some storylines there. And, you know, Mike Gundy, you know, that was a quiet, pretty solid season. And if he can get a W um, against an SEC team, it's a, it's a, it's something you, you know, you rally around in the off season. You, uh, you build on it, and it's a feather in your cap for sure. Now, as we uh, keep it rolling, we talk stats all the time on this show, right? And did you know that 85 percent of women think bad grooming is a major turnoff? 80 percent of women think men should manscape. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to their professional success. That's from Business Wire. Well, that's why we're proud that support for Heartland College Sports comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. How about that play on words? You guys like that? That's why the revolutionary Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag in the place you don't want to nick or snag, right? It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It's exactly what you're looking for, especially as you go for the uh, you know new year, new me here in 2020. So go get 20% off and free shipping with the code HEARTLAND20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code HEARTLAND20 at manscaped.com. Join the other dudes helping themselves with Manscaped with a special offer just for our listeners, 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com. Brayden, this uh, Texas Longhorns team, I can't let you out of here without asking you about them and, and where this program is right now. Do you feel like after last year's success, this year of mediocrity, cleaning out the uh, coaching staff as well, how much is this program at a crossroads? Yeah, I think it's about the defense, as you mentioned. Uh, also, interesting, Tom Herman was the guy who landed Joe Burrow at Ohio State, right? I mean, he's the guy who recruited Joe Burrow to come to Ohio State. And so, um, you know, I don't think they're at a crossroads yet. I think the crossroads is next season. If they, if we're sitting here looking at another 8-4 and four year, 9-3 and three maybe even, and they don't make the Big 12 title game, um, you know, he built up some equity with that trip to the, to the title game last year. He's beaten Oklahoma. There, there is some equity there, and, and he's, he's done a good job. But this, this, this season, I mean, I don't know how you – I mean, the re- there's a reason you do coaching staff overhaul, right, is that fans are not pleased with where their program is. And, you know, I think everybody thought Orlando, Todd Orlando, was a pretty darn good coach. So um, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's there's a few programs, you know, USC's dealing with this with Clay Helton, Michigan State with Mark D'Antonio. Um, there's just a really, really high level of expectation. And if you're not going to achieve at that level and play in Big 12 title games every year like the, like Oklahoma is, then you're not achieving at the level Texas should be achieving at. And you're the most powerful athletic department in the country. You should be playing for championships. I mean, that, that is the goal, and that is the expectation every single year at a place like Texas. And uh, if you're going 7-5 and five and you're losing games you shouldn't, then, then you're going to have to make adjustments. And so I, I think that there's no concern about the hot seat or whatever, all that nonsense this year. I think if we're having this exact same conversation and you're asking me the exact same question, next next year at this time, then I think we've got a problem. He's Braden Gall, Athlon Sports Cover 2 Podcast. Be sure to check it out also, ESPN Radio and 102.5 The Game in Nashville joining us here on the show. Braden, love the insights. Always appreciate your time and uh, enjoy the bowl games with that cocktail this, uh, this month. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate it.
Always great to get Braden Gall on the show. Uh, Athlon Sports and, of course, uh, ESPN Radio and 1025 The Game in Nashville. Appreciate his time for a few minutes. And we appreciate your time, guys. Please leave a rating, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Helps us out tremendously, and we'll send you a free Heartland College Sports koozie in return when you send me a screenshot of that rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And don't forget our friends at mybookie.ag, promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, for a 50% sign-up bonus right in your account to place those bets on the Big 12 Bowl games. And, of course... Manscaped.com, promo code Heartland20, Heartland20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Gotta love it in the new year. I'm Pete Mundo. We'll talk to you guys soon.